time for the Artist Spotlight. The Artist Spotlight from Pioneer 90.1 KSRQ is supported by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. On a very cold winter day, we're joined by the Deputy Director of the North Dakota Museum of Art. And that facility is based at the University of North Dakota in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Joining me is Matt Wallace, and hello, Matthew, how are you? I'm great, thank you for having me. Matt normally joins me on this radio station, Pioneer 90.1 FM, each week to talk about the museum and what they do to serve the area, northwest Minnesota, and all of North Dakota. He's on today to make a connection between the museum and Minnesota. And this goes back again, Matt, to how the uh, residents of northwest Minnesota are served by the Arts Council. There's a member of the board for the uh, Museum of Art that's tied to the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council. Uh, that's our, our board member, uh, Kristen Eggerling, who has been with us for, for a number of years and is such an uh, asset to, uh, to the museum here. And, um, you know, one of the things we look at when recruiting board members is, is geography. And, and, you know, because we do serve, um, you know, Minnesota just across the river into northwest Minnesota, or, you know, that's what we consider our service area. Mm-hmm. We do like to make sure that uh, they get some representation from those areas. And, of course, Kristen is involved with the Arts Council in many ways, including their website and helping me lining up guests for our weekly uh, update from the Arts Council. And she's from the Kitson County area. How does the Museum of Art reach out to citizens in northwest Minnesota in what ways? Um, well, a lot through our, our programming, and maybe people don't uh, realize this, but we we do like to um, you know, make sure that we are, are providing opportunities for um, artists and, and citizens alike in, in northwest Minnesota. And I think, you know, just off the top of my head, one of the things that uh, the museum does is uh, operate an uh, artist-in-residence house. And this is a residency in which... Um, it's open to anyone in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, but certainly we've had many apply from this region um, in which they can spend two weeks to a month um, in our facility out in the country working on maybe developing a new idea or editing a uh, book or writing an opera or manuscript. We, we really don't limit it just to the visual arts. It's pretty much anything in the arts and humanities field. So. We've had poets, we've had printmakers, we've had ceramic artists. Um, like I said, we've had um, just, you, you name it, we've had a, a really good run with uh, the Artisan Residence House. And um, it's just for, you know, single artists. Um, but if you applied as a group, you're working on a group project. It's a, a three-bedroom, three-bath house and sits on 10 acres. And um, that's one of our very popular um, amenities, I would say, maybe for for artists in this region. It's, they're just looking to unplug um, and, you know, get some, some alone time and just really hammer out some ideas or finish out a project they've been working on. And it's been very, very successful for us. And I think uh, the artists uh, really appreciate having that, that resource here. Of course, COVID has been a, a big impact uh, in what is done and not done uh, for about two years now. And how you serve others, uh, it, it affects so many people in so many ways, and we're finally getting to the point now where we're able to see venues like the Museum of Art offer events 
and activities to residents of Northwest Minnesota and North Dakota that were basically taken away two years ago. And I'll give a couple of examples of that when it comes to music. So listeners in Northwest Minnesota who travel to UND and Grand Forks and the museum have an opportunity to listen to some very gifted musicians. And I'll tie that to the Sunday concert series. Tell me about that. Yeah, so our Myra Presents um, series is a winter series of um, five performances of classical music. And, and these are um, musicians who really just would not, uh, you know, be in this area if, uh, you know, if, if, if we hadn't uh, had a group of people just work so hard to bring them here. And we have a very dedicated a uh, group of individuals who helped the museum uh, work with us over the year to identify and to bring in um, this, uh, these chamber ensembles. So, mm-hmm. for example, this weekend, um, Sunday, is going to be uh, our first uh, performance in a very truncated season. Um, again, due to COVID, we just haven't been able to do much in this line. So um, the Sunday at 2 o'clock, we have Trio Con Brio Copenhagen. So um, this is a, like the name implies, it's a trio out of, of Copenhagen that's going to be here. They'll play um, Sunday afternoon here, and then they're going to spend uh, Monday going around to schools in Grand Forks, um, East Grand Forks, and uh, Crookston. So, you know, I think that's that's one thing that's really super about this is that these musicians who play, you know, Berlin and Vienna and all over the world are coming here. Um, and for a fraction of the price, you can see them in a very intimate setting in the museum. Mm-hmm. But then the next day, instead of going off to a different venue, what they do is they spend the day with um, our area students and doing master classes. So I just think that's a, a wonderful opportunity for the students, but also for the general public of this region. Well, exposure is key, right? And cultivating interest, and that would do it right there when it comes to students. Great idea. Absolutely. Yep, yep. absolutely. Yep, you bet. And then the summertime, again, because of COVID, that's been suspended for a couple of years now, but you have concerts outdoors at the Museum of Art. Tell me about that. Yeah, our uh, concerts in the garden were one of those things that uh, we had some excellent lineups in, you know, 2019, 2020, and and then they just just had to be canceled Mm -hmm. and there was nothing we could do about it and um but we do five concerts starting at the end of june running through the end of august and they're all on tuesday evenings in the museum sculpture garden so they're really geared for our our local audience who you know just can get there and back in the evening we we start uh doors open at 5 30 and the band comes off by eight so that you know you're still home and if you're like me, you're, you can still get to bed by 9.30 and uh, get to work the next day without uh, too much problem. Okay. Um, but, yeah, these are all nationally touring bands. And then um, what we often do is put out calls for regional artists um, to, uh, to uh, open for them. And so we get a lot of um, bands throughout the region that submit, um, you know, rec- uh, cuts. And uh, one of the things I, th- I always tell them is, like, I have less control over that portion of it than, than the other portions, like the, the headlining stuff. So bands like to pick their own openers, and they're very particular about who opens for them. Mm-hmm. So when the regional artists do get picked by a national band, I think it's a, a pretty good sign for, for uh, what they're doing here. That's a high compliment, yes. And I'm assuming two bands in northwest Minnesota could also 
investigate that and uh, maybe perform on stage. Yeah, I mean, we put it out on all of our social media. You just you know email me a few clips and then I pass it on to the bands. They submit uh, about three or four. Uh, bands for them to consider and then they pick who they feel is uh, either not too much like them or uh, you know in lines of what they like to, to hear or you know i don't know all of, all of their criterias but um i put together some you know good solid options for them to pick from and they're it's really um open to anyone yep. mm-hmm. now march 1st is a week from today uh, i have to ask you this will the concerts be on this summer and are you working on uh, on acts uh, yes, uh, both, both. Yes, they Good. are on this summer. Good. Um, we are getting somewhat of a late start on it just because, you know, we're, we're just when we thought everything was going well, then a new variant came in and kind of slowed things down a little bit, but mm-hmm. it looks like we're, we're moving in the right direction again. So we have started booking and we have a few contracts in hand and a few offers out. And we will also be doing, um, at the end of the season, last weekend in August, um, a sort of welcome back uh, weekend festival. So that'll be um, the last weekend in August. It'll be here at the museum and um, somewhat bigger bands and out of our normal Tuesday evenings. And so Friday and Saturday, and we're going to probably run it close to like what we did uh, a year ago when we did our concerts on the Cooley where we had, you know, food trucks and, and uh, three or four bands playing in one day and just, uh, you know, trying to uh, welcome back all of the students in this area. My guest again, Deputy Director of the North Dakota Museum of Art, Matt Wallace, and the museum serves northwest Minnesota and all of North Dakota. On a different uh, track here, support for the museum is very important through memberships, individual memberships, and support from businesses. And you've had that from businesses in northwest Minnesota, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've we've got, uh, you know, our um, stuff like um, our summer art camps. We get a lot of uh, uh, interest for those. Um, We've got, you know, northwest Minnesota is very fortunate. They've got some very good companies up there. And they're very uh, community-oriented, and they they really want to see um, the region do well. And I think the museum benefits from that. So we try to provide uh, exhibitions that um, that uh, you know they might want to see their names on, or they find that our our family day, you know, which is a uh, one Saturday a month over the winter. That's uh, two hours of free art making for for kids and and their parents. Um, they like to see you know their money support some of those events. So um, the museum has been very very fortunate in in, in that way. And that you know we try to try to reciprocate and um, provide all kinds of opportunities for for people to be there. And people will always ask you know why. Why is the museum located, you know, it's a state museum. Why is it located in Grand Forks? Well, it's just happened that way. And, um, you know, we're not in Bismarck. We're here in Grand Forks. And, you know, it's kind of the advantage is we have this whole new audience up in uh, northwest Minnesota that uh, mm-hmm. we would love to see them come into the museum cafe and see our exhibitions and, you know, just participate in so many different ways. One example of business support that I can think of, of a number of them, ties to fundraising activities you have. A business from Kissing County is involved. Up in the Hallock area. So yeah. there's an event uh, that we do that's just fully sponsored by um, Far North Spirits out of Hallock. Right. 
the so the distillery just south of Hallock. Um, wonderful couple. Um, they've started this amazing distillery up there. And um, years ago, they um, started uh, sponsoring our, our benefit dinner and, and auctions and whatnot. And it kind of the relationship grew, and we started a new event um, called Rye on the Rocks. Oh, and yeah, Rye on right. the Rocks is an event that we haven't had for a couple years now, but mm-hmm. we're hoping that we will get back into it now. And that is a uh, craft cocktail contest um, by area bartenders. So um, area bartenders get to try uh, the Rocknar Rye Whiskey from Far North Spirits, and they have to come up with their own original drink. And we do a, a taste. Uh, everyone gets a sample, and, and they're all... Um, they're all um, judged on, on three different areas, and uh, at the end of the night, there's uh, we give away prizes for like the most original, the people's uh, people's choice, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just a, people love it. It's a great event. It's an easy fundraiser for the museum, and uh, I think it's very beneficial for both the, the distillery and the museum. Another example of support, and uh, it's been a tremendous. Uh asset for many years based in Grand Forks at UND and uh, their information on what they do and what they provide in services and events is very accessible. Their website, ndmoa.com, ndmoa.com. To find out more about how the museum serves Northwest Minnesota, might be a school event, a school coming to the museum for a tour and uh, other things that, uh, are part of a very important wide-ranged education, right, for children. You can call Matt Wallace, area code 701-777-4195. Matt Wallace, Deputy Director of the Museum of Art, serving Northwest Minnesota and North Dakota. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Artist Spotlight from Pioneer 90.1 KSRQ is supported by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.